1: Welcome to House of Cards, Dave Weishelder with you here deep from the swamps of Jersey. we got a great show coming up for you. The sports betting industry is expanding at an incredible rate. A bunch of states in this country legalized sports betting this year and more are going to legalize it next year. That means there are a whole lot of new sports bettors out there. And if you want to know everything about the sports betting industry, I suggest you go over to SCCG Management and read their primer on sports betting. And we're going to find out all about it because coming up, I'm talking with Stephen Crystal, founder and CEO of SCCG Management. In this new primer, we're going to hear all about the different types of vets, the different kinds of odds, how the sports betting industry conducts its business, and even what deals they're making with the media. This primer on sports betting from SCCG Management has it all. When we come back, we're talking sports betting with Stephen Crystal. So stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards. Hey, this is Dave Shuttle from House of Cards. With your House of Cards gaming report for the week of December 25th, 2023. Hard Rock Digital announced the creation of Hard Rock Games. Hard Rock Games will focus on the development and management of Hard Rock's free-to-play online and mobile games. This was made possible through Hard Rock's acquisition of W Games, and will incorporate titles from W Games, including Jackpot Planet and Neverland Casino. MGM Resorts International unveiled its plans to turn Empire City Casino in Yonkers, New York, into a world-class entertainment destination called MGM Empire City. These plans include a comprehensive casino floor expansion, a state-of-the-art BetMGM sportsbook, a 5,000-person capacity entertainment venue, food and bar outlets, and modern meeting spaces. These renovations will be dependent on the appropriate licenses granted by the state of New York. And finally, a man from Italy broke the Guinness World Record for most poker chip balancing on a single finger. Rocco Mercurio balanced 255 poker chips on his finger to grab the world record. The record was set in Calabria, Italy on May 15th. Doesn't this sound like a bet made at a late-night poker game? Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. For more than 30 years, SCCG management has set a standard of excellence unmatched in the global gaming industry. From startups to established companies, SCCG Management and its team of experienced leaders help each of their clients navigate the ever-changing, fast-moving business of gaming in all its forms. Sports betting, iGaming, eSports, casino technology, SCCG Management provides a global network to connect its clients with the right strategic partners for growth on a global scale. SCCG also works with entrepreneurs, providing capital and resources to assist in the development of new and innovative products and platforms whether you're looking to enter the u.s market expand your reach to other parts of the world or establish your business in the global gaming industry look to sccg management for the guidance you need sccgmanagement.com expert solutions for strategic success
0: You're listening to House of Cards. And a boo, seven-card stud, blackjack, and craps, too.
2: <laughs> I'm just a fool for gambling.
1: Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishandle with you. I'm always excited to talk to our next guest because when I want to find out the next big issue in the gaming world or the next cutting-edge technology, this is the guy I want to talk to. Steven Crystal is a returning guest and is the founder and CEO of SCCG Management, who just released an incredible primer on sports betting. And we're going to hear all about it because Steven, who just got back from the Sigma Europe Conference in Malta, is on the line with us right now. Steven, welcome back to the show.
0: Great to be here, Dave.
1: As I said, SCCG Management just released an amazing publication on sports betting called Primer on Sports Betting. But first, like I said, you just got back from the Sigma Europe Conference in Malta. And for people who aren't involved in the gambling profession, Malta is one of the most important gaming hubs in the world. And the conference you just went to is an incredibly important one. And I I think you've been going there for like 10 years. And I want to get a little bit of a recap from you on what occurred just recently at the conference. What were some of the big topics discussed at this year's Sigma Europe Conference?
0: Yeah, excellent. Excellent, Dave. Look, uh, you know, for those of us in the gambling industry, we we often feel bombarded with the number of conferences and trade shows. I think there are over 30 that could occupy our time throughout the year, whether they be in the U.S. or outside of the U.S. And there are several conference organizers. Sigma was the first conference, uh, other than ICE in London, that I started going to Uh, approximately 10 years ago. This was my 10th anniversary. It existed maybe going back 15 years, and Sigma became a very popular location for iGaming companies that operate worldwide to locate their headquarters because of uh, tax considerations. Um, And the reason I went to Sigma every year, besides being in an exotic location, Malta, right off the coast of Sicily, Italy, Mm -hmm. is because it showcases better than any show that I go to in the year, the technology that is to come in the future. So if I want to look into the future, then I want to go to Malta every year to stay on top of it. This year featured really two things that stood out, or three things that stood out to me. One was content and the the plethora of content, the creativity, uh, the use of crash games, for example, algorithms to create, almost an RNG slot machine effect. Hmm. The uh, the payment providers and the use of crypto uh, gateways, I mean, it's inevitable. I know we've had some ups and downs with uh, crypto exchanges, yeah. but one day it will be established even in the U.S., and it's always good to see the technologies that exist to convert fiat to crypto and crypto to fiat and to account for these uh, very sophisticated transactions. And then finally, platforms. Were showcased throughout, including some that were associated with, and the platforms, the the functionality, the features are just getting more and more sophisticated, particularly in the area of customer acquisition, customer uh, retention, and the use of AI in in uh, operating iGaming sites and sports betting sites.
1: You know, speaking of big issues, especially for the coming year, sports betting will continue to expand and grow around the world. And as I said, SCG management released their primer on sports betting. And believe me, if you are new to sports betting or you live in a state that just legalized sports betting, read this because everything you should know is in there about the industry. Stephen, what was your goal in creating this primer on sports betting? What do you hope people get out of reading this primer?
0: Over a year ago we decided to dedicate ourselves to filling a gap in, in terms of research in the gambling industry. And that gap was to provide research-length papers or primers on hot topics that people wanted to have a working knowledge of. And we wanted to do this for free. We wanted to offer this as a service, a free service to the people we often appear in front of promoting various products and platforms we wanted to give something back and so we've been focusing on a number of topics such as a primer on sports betting we've also done uh, topics such as social casino and esports yeah. and next next uh, th- later this week we're going to come out with skill based gaming these are hot topics that people who are influencers or stakeholders in the process need a working knowledge of. In in the sports betting primer, we simply, you know, for five years, we've traversed the country. There are over 30 states with some form of sports betting. We wanted to give the people who are dealing with this issue on behalf of tribes, on behalf of uh, small and medium-sized operators, on behalf of corporate entities, a working knowledge of the syntax, of the The terminology of the basic, you know, underpinnings of what makes sports betting a business.
1: Anytime we talk about the history of sports betting, everyone starts with the Professional and Amateur Sports Protection Act or PASPA. That's when when you hear PASPA, that's what we're talking about. And, and when we talk about sports betting world, we, we speak in terms of pre-PASPA or post-PASPA. You know, working in this industry, I, I'm really shocked how many people don't know what PASPA is and what it says. What was PASPA and why was it such a major step when it was repealed by the U.S. Supreme Court?
0: You know, I come from Nevada. Mm -hmm. I used to own casinos in Nevada, and we operated Sportsbook. We had a very powerful senator, uh, Harry Reid, who became majority leader. He has since passed on. um, But Harry Reid made sure that Nevada was protected in its ability to be the only jurisdiction in America that could offer sports betting. And for the most part, that was done through retail sportsbooks. Uh, in Las Vegas and the other major locations within the state of Nevada. The state of New Jersey, through Governor Chris Christie, governor at the time, challenged that notion and said that, uh, it wasn't really fair in terms of interstate commerce to have such a protection for one state. And, uh, they were, the state of New Jersey was victorious at the Supreme Court. And so now the regime that we have is a state by state approval process where each state can regulate and legislate the boundaries of sports betting in that state obviously the alternative to that would have been a federal law that would have in essence created a uniform process but most people felt that that was untenable mostly because of the different stakeholders and the the political nature of the process and most people feel that the state-by-state approach, which came as a result of the repeal of PASPA, has really been the best way to, to proliferate iGaming in the U.S.
1: Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. House of Cards is brought to you by BetMGM Casino. Play your favorite casino games at BetMGM Online Casino. Go to BetMGM Casino, create an account using our promo code Turnpike, and become a verified player. New players get $25 free when signing up, plus a first deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's promo code Turnpike at BetMGM.com for a 100% deposit match up to $1,000 plus $25 free. Must be 21 years or older. To place a bet, terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
0: Interest rates and inflation are out of control. Is your credit card debt also out of control? It's time to resolve your debt and take back control for a lot less than what you owe. If you have $10,000 or more in credit card debt, then you need to call us right now. Debt Fix Pros can significantly reduce the amount you owe, and you could be debt-free faster than you think. I knew we had to do something. Our debt was growing.
1: It was getting out of control and we just didn't know what to do.
0: We saw an ad for Debt Fix Pros. We called and they showed us how fast they could get us out of debt.
1: It really was amazing
0: and now we're back in control. Call now and we'll show you how easy it is to fix your debt. The call and consultation are free. Call Debt Fix Pros right now at 800 605 3103. 800 605 3103. 800 605 3103.
1: You're listening to
0: House of Cards. i bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll
1: give you a 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're out. Right. <laughs> Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave out with you. House of Cards is brought to you by BetMGM Casino. Play your favorite casino games at BetMGM Online Casino. Slots, table games, live dealer games, everything you love about Atlantic City and Vegas, all online at BetMGM. Go to BetMGM Casino, create an account using our promo code Turnpike, and become a verified player. New players get $25 free when signing up, plus a first deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's promo code Turnpike at BetMGM.com for a 100% deposit match up to $1,000 plus $25 free. Must be 21 years or older to place a bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Stephen Crystal, founder and CEO of SCCG Management. You know, in the primer, I love the way you describe the sports betting industry. You separated it into three components: the pricing engine, the platform, and the brand. It's it's such a great way to explain the industry and very important to understand the industry. I, I mean, ex- explain those three components and why are they so important well, for sports betting.
0: All you have to do is look at how the industry has unfolded in five years. We started with over 200 brands and now we have really five to 10 brands that are, have any relevance in the sports betting market. Why? What do these five or 10 brands have in common? For the most part, they have a strong brand and a database. Number two, they have a platform that they control. And number three, They have sophisticated pricing and trading engines in order to to make a fair margin on the volume that they're achieving through their market share. So the very three factors that you isolate are the three factors that separate the winners from the losers so far.
1: One of the great things and why I said if you're new to sports betting, you should read this, Permer, because you explain how odds are calculated and the different types of odds, you know, fractional odds, American odds, decimal odds. But I want to ask you about something that we at the show always get a lot of questions about from new bettors, and that is the VIG or the Vigorish. Basically, it's the way the sports books make money. What is the VIG and why is it so important for bettors, especially new bettors, to know about the VIG?
0: I mean, the way I describe Big, and again, you have to understand, I learned sports betting, yes, as a casino owner Mm -hmm. on Fremont Street, but the truth is I was learning about sports betting from Europe when I made frequent trips to the conferences, and what I learned is the way we used to make book in, in America is very different than the way the business is run in the rest of the world, which is decades ahead of the U.S., decades ahead in terms of sophistication. The way that we ran book for years, when we were downtown, is we would basically look and see where the bets were coming in. We would maybe take a line that came, you know, at a carousel from Pinnacle as a, as a standard, and then we would basically adjust the line and balance the book, and we would add our vigorous, our margin, mm-hmm. uh, based on how we felt uh, the contest would come out, based on the points we were given and, and, and the and and the various propositions attached to it. Um that's not how bookmaking is done today. It is done with very, very sophisticated algorithms and models. Mm-hmm. Uh, pricing it's just like we say that the casino always wins. The sports book always wins <laughs> over the long time, sure. over the long term. And they do so by having superior knowledge in terms of math models. And uh, it's becoming a very mathematical process. So what we used to think of as a vig, which was that old school notion of balancing the book and then taking a view, so as to make a margin, we now replace that with just the understanding that superior math models and and superior data over a long period of time give sports books a margin over the better. Mm-hmm. And this is really the big difference between what we used to consider a VIG and what it exists today.
1: In the Premier, you, you raised a great issue and an important issue that a lot of professional bettors have told me about. And, you know, I, I know that's a big subject, and that is the subject of limits. I mean, certainly not all sports books limit professional bettors or sharps, as they're called, but some books do limit bettors. W- what should new sports bettors know about limits?
0: Look, I think there's different philosophies, okay? Mm. If you're a DraftKings or a FanDuel and you make your money based on volume, getting a margin off of an ever-increasing volume, handle, market share, then you're not really interested in taking sharp action or big bets. I mean, let's let's face it, most big bets are sharp bets because it means that the better feels confident in their models, in their arithmetic, and they feel like they have an edge over the book, or they're arbitraging between different books and different offerings. And so the the big players don't have to take that action. Now, there are players, let's say like Circa, which has made a business on taking sharp action, okay? Their philosophy is they would rather take a smaller margin on a larger bet and take the bet uh, because they feel like they're going to be able to stay ahead by enough in order to be able to take that action. So they've built a business. It's kind of like what we used to say you know in the casino business, if you' if you're grinding out casino business from mom and pop, You don't want to then become a high roller place. You need to have enough high roller action in order to manage that risk. Mm -hmm. If you're a casino, it's the same concept in terms of sports book. If your focus is volume and mass market, then you're going to take one type of action. And if your focus is sharp action, then you'll take that approach and manage the risk accordingly. You'll take a smaller percentage on larger bets. Uh, Both are doable. um, But when you try to combine uh, one with the other, sometimes that's what throws things off balance. So that's why you'll see books identified as books that will take sharp action like Pinnacle uh, or Circa and books that will take mass market and and limit you like FanDuel and DraftKings. When you get to like Caesars or MGM, they have more of of a of a vip mentality because of their of their vast casino business they have segmentation so they they probably do a better job of accommodating mass market and accommodating a
1: high roller i'm glad you raised that point because you know someone who's new to sports betting one of the things that a lot of people tell them is it's important to shop around not all the books have the same lines on the same event. How important is that f- aspect for new bettors? Because it, I think it's so important in order to maximize your profits from sports betting.
0: Look, my experience is um, with all the odds checker sites, with all the real time availability of data, uh, I don't know that um, you know there, there's so much of a shop around. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes sports books will purposely be out of, balance with the other views in order to attract business and there it's almost like a marketing it's almost like a marketing play Mm -hmm. i think sometimes they make mistakes and sometimes there are mistakes in the platforms in the data feeds Uh, i remember this was the case you know with some of the bookmakers i've worked with personally where they discover that some let's say for example their prop line or some of their in-play, you know, isn't as refined as some of the pre-match data. And they they end up finding anomalies based on betters finding those anomalies and trying to exploit them. Mm -hmm. And so it does happen, just like uh, advantage players might find a roulette wheel that's off balance and and go to that casino uh, because they see it, you know, hitting a preponderance of certain numbers. It's no different than in sportsbook. There are sharp people out there who are looking for these anomalies. Sometimes they're on purpose, and sometimes they're not.
1: That's why I think the primer that you just released on sports betting is so important because it gives the better an inside look on the business practices of the sportsbooks. I mean, you you talk about, you know, betting on spreads and money line or the total, and the primer goes through all of them. Uh, But but I want to ask you about a certain type of bet that sportsbooks are really, they seem to be moving from the customer acquisition phase to their profitability stage, and they really seem to be pushing parlays. I mean, whether it's same-game parlays, parlay insurance, ready-made parlays. I mean, I saw a sportsbook that has something called a parlay hub where they're already made for you and things like that. And when placing bets in sportsbooks, what should new bettors be aware of with regard to the business practices of sportsbooks? I mean, certainly they're really focusing on a certain type of bet. and They're really starting to push that in their advertising.
0: The way I like to describe it, by the way, parlays, people sometimes say that parlays are an invention of the U.S. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in when we ran our sportsbooks, we would often have we would often create parlays. Mm -hmm. Um, um, It almost has the effect of creating a a lottery style way of engaging with sports betting. And some people feel it attracts more casual bettors because your, your jackpots are bigger. Sure. uh, And it gives you a reason to watch either multiple events within a single event or multiple events uh, across a sport or different sports so it has some a real engagement factor to it but the truth is uh Europe has had bet builders uh bet builders are in essence Europe the ability for the better to build their own parlay and you could build you could build a 20 leg parlay you could build a 50 leg parlay uh obviously the because there's such sophistication in terms of the the odds engine it can calculate real time what the odds are and this is where we're moving towards in the U.S., but, but uh, parlays are popular. Yeah. Uh, you have to think of parlays like side bets on a table game. Mm-hmm. I used to do a lot in table games. And the reason side bets were popular is because they improved the whole percentage. Every side bet improved the whole percentage for the house. Some people called them sucker bets. Why? <laughs> because they were very alluring. They were very attractive. They yeah. were exciting. But the chances of winning on a side bet are very, very low. And that's the same thing with a parlay. They're very alluring. They're very exciting. They're engaging. But the chances of winning compared to a straight bet are very low. And, of course, we always hear about when someone wins a parlay because it's exciting. Sure, sure. So it's, it's, it's good for the bookmaker. It's good for the better, in a way, if they enjoy it. And it's good. It's good all the way around. It's good for the industry. So, yes, I do think you'll see proliferation. But what I do think you're going to see is more of a European-style bet builder, where, in essence, you become the own, your own master of your own destiny in terms of the types of parlays you can build.
1: Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards.
0: Attention.
1: has ever offered. Call
0: 800-353-2174, 800-353-2174.
1: One Stop Tax Relief has resolved thousands of cases since 2014 and saved clients millions of dollars. Call now for a free consultation. Get the IRS off your back. Call 800-353-2174, 800-353-2174. One
2: Stop
0: Tax Relief Shop.
1: You're listening to the House of Cards. Is is that good? Do, do I want that?
0: Oh yeah, you want that. Well, fantastic then.
1: Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Stephen Crystal, founder and CEO of SCCG Management. You know, a professional better one time told me parlays don't build backrolls. They build sportsbooks. He might might have been oversimplifying it, but I understand what he's talking about and and one thing like i said we're we're all seeing that in the media and the one thing i'm starting to see with regard to sports betting and and also i gaming living here in new jersey is the amount of media involvement in the gaming industry i mean Here in New Jersey, not only media programs regarding sports betting, but also online casinos. I know DraftKings has an online casino report on television over here, which is basically an infomercial. And recently, ESPN launched ESPN Bet. Are are we going to see more media properties working with sports betting and even iGaming operators? And are we going to see more partnerships regarding these two companies? Look,
0: our our biggest partnership announcement of this year for SECG was a partnership with Lady Luck HQ, wow. the number one slot influencer in the world, mm-hmm. with hundreds of millions of impressions a month, uh, getting paid millions of dollars to simply play slots and explain to uh, to her followers uh, the joy, the mechanics, the art of playing slots. So that's a very small example. Um, we're going to create a worldwide social casino around that brand. So it's not only the marrying of operators with brands like ESPN Bet. It's not only programming like what existed with Barstool Media and others. It's also influencers that are crossing over or are based in the gaming industry to promote the cross-sell between sports and casino. So I think what you're going to see as, As the competition has winnowed out and we're down to just, you know, handfuls of players, uh, operators and brands, you're going to see more and more creative uses of influencers, media, brands Mm -hmm. in order to engage with uh,
1: customers. One of the great things I've been seeing over the last couple of years is that the sports betting industry is really going to great lengths to protect it and help its clientele, whether it be having procedures in place to protect integrity of the event that is being bet on or providing information to customers who may have a problem with gambling and really making those services known to the public. I mean, you've seen it all over the last couple of years. Have you seen more and more of a concerted effort from sports betting operators and really all gaming operators on focusing on protecting their clientele and really serving their clientele?
0: Look, we've unlike Europe, Europe takes a very protectionist view. The government is big brother. Or big sister and the government is going to make sure that individuals don't hurt themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the view, not only in Europe, but places like obviously places like Asia, places like Australia. Um, in the U.S., we have a much more, you know, entrepreneurial spirit and the operators are more prone to self regulation. They don't want to wait for regulators to come up With onerous regulations, they want to be proactive. And the brick and mortar casino industry has a long history, particularly Native American tribes, of being very responsible with their customers to weed out um, customers that shouldn't be gambling, that have a problem. You know, it's only 1% to 2%. So, you know, you don't want to oversolve for the problem, which is what seems to happen in Europe, where you have to you have to, in essence, prove your ability to place a $50 bet, which seems kind of silly and onerous. In the U.S., we presume that uh, operators will be responsible, and they are deploying lots of tools besides just advertising to make sure customers are are engaging with uh, iGaming and sports betting responsibly. It's not perfect. We often see ads that maybe go too far. We often feel maybe they're not doing enough to really uh, prohibit that activity when they give away thousand dollar, two thousand dollar, five thousand dollar free rolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know you could argue sometimes um, companies talk out of both sides of their mouth, but by and large, we have a history, we have a culture in the U.S. of self regulation, of looking out for the best. It's good business to have customers that are partaking in your product because they have the ability to do so responsibly, and so. We don't always need to wait for regulators to slap our our wrist.
1: What do you see as the future of sports betting? I know operators are always coming out with new products. I know DraftKings just came out with progressive parlays where you can add to your parlay as the event is happening. I mean, sportsbook operators always tell me they want to have customization of their products to their customers. I mean, I've I've even talked to a software company that is putting software in mobile sports betting platforms which allows a platform to detect which game the better has on their TV at the time and generate bets on that event that the customer may may want to put their money on. But where do you see the sports betting industry headed in the future?
0: For the most part, you you have to start with the premise where, you know, we started out decades behind the rest of the world. Um, In the the last five years, we've had hundreds winnow down to handfuls. Uh, most of the most successful companies control their own platforms, and now it's easy for them to innovate. My view is that the U.S. will soon become a worldwide leader in innovation, even though it started decades behind, because it's the nature of the U.S. to lead. So I think the types of innovation you're seeing, as you mentioned, with DraftKings and others, is just the tip of the iceberg. Mm -hmm. And we're going to see a lot more activity and we're going to see features that soon will be added that other markets will now copy from, whereas, you know, we're copying from what has worked in other markets up to now. So I think you're going to see that switch over. I also think you're going to see uh, more brands come in. You're going to see Indian tribes become more autonomous in their operations so I think what seems like a very concentrated field is going to be diversified again. That will be the next wave. And I think you'll continue to see that wave. If you look at other markets, like in the UK, the, the, the companies that led the market in the beginning are not the same companies that lead it today. Someone like a Bet365 has the resources they could become a major player as they have in other markets. So I just think you have to look at the long, at the long haul and realize that this is a very dynamic market.
1: Now, SCCG Management is doing incredible work in the gaming industry, and you guys really seem to be working on something really interesting and really important for the industry. What can we be looking forward to from SCCG Management in the near future? I know you have a primer on skill-based gaming, which I cannot wait for because as someone working in the industry, these primers are information gold mines, and I love it every time you guys come out with one. So what do you have coming up?
0: Look, in terms of the primer on skill-based gaming, it's an area, everything from skills.com to fantasy sports uh, to poker, you know, we're going to see an evolution uh, moving, you know, past RNG-based games to skill-based peer-to-peer competition. It's inevitable. It's happening. It Mm -hmm. needs to be regulated. And so that is something we're keeping an eye on. In terms of SECG and our plans for next year, we're going to continue – expand in our sports betting and iGaming offerings, both content and platforms. We're going to add dozens and dozens of new partners and clients to that ecosystem. We're going to focus in Brazil, where we have a growing presence, and uh, we're launching a new MMA organization there that is tied to technology that democratizes the relationship between fans and fighters. It's going to be a, a first of its kind in the world, and it's going to launch this March, so keep keep eyes out for that. Um, we're going to be doing uh, work in India, which is another emerging market that is moving towards regulation, um, and we're going to, of course, focus on our launch of our Lady Luck HQ social casino worldwide and games worldwide. Uh, so we have a lot of exciting headliner projects in addition to the work we do every day, in terms of our weekly newsletter, our monthly our monthly research reports, our outreach on behalf of uh, client partners in every aspect of the ecosystem. So it should be a, an amazing year, 2024.
1: Stephen, we're running out of time, but the primer on sports betting from SCCG Research is just incredible. Where can people download it and give out the website for uh, SCCG Management so people can find out all about the great things SCCG Management is doing in the gaming industry?
0: Sure. It's www.stcgmanagement.com, and you can get access to our weekly newsletter. Sign up for it. You can get access to the monthly reports, including the past reports, and you can also get access to our over 150 client partners from around the globe doing innovative things throughout iGaming and sports betting.
1: Stephen Crystal, CEO and founder of SCCG Management, who just put out the incredible report entitled Primer on sports betting. Thanks for coming on and talking about it. You know, as the sports betting industry grows and more states legalize sports betting, the industry is only going to expand with more people starting to bet on sports. Stephen, as always, thanks for coming on. I can't wait to talk to you again because you guys always have great and amazing projects you're working on. Thanks for your time today.
0: Thank you, Dave. You're the best. Thanks. Thanks. And I look forward to coming back.
1: All right. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Beat in the House is brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Experience a new way to play daily fantasy sports and esports on Thrive Fantasy. Choose your lineup of over-unders for top-tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. The more points the selection is worth, the riskier it is. Rack up the most points and win a share of the prize pool. Thrive Fantasy has contests for traditional sports, including the NFL, NBA, MLB, and the PGA, as well as esport titles like Counter Strike, League of Legends, and Valorant. Visit the prop lobby and build your entry of two, three, or four player predictions. Choose correctly, and you could win big. Sign up with Thrive Fantasy today with promo code PIKE, and Thrive Fantasy will match your first deposit of $25 or more up to $250. That's promo code PIKE for a first deposit match up to $250. Come and prop up today. With Thrive Fantasy, terms and conditions apply. Must be at least 18 years old and in the United States to play. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's a casino. People got to win sometimes. Well, if you'll excuse me, i have a giant colorful chick to deposit.
2: Welcome to another edition of Beating the House. I'm Doug Weishuttle here with Dave Weishuttle. We're going to be crisscrossing the country, North America, sometimes even the world, talking about the latest jackpots from the casino and lottery industries. If it's $100,000 or more, we will be talking about it on this show. Press releases, keep those coming in. We love hearing from everybody out there. We're going to start off in our normal... Stomping around here, we've got Nevada, Las right. Vegas. okay. We've got a pair of Caesars Entertainment Properties handing out six-figure jackpots within hours of each other. Wow, okay. We've... <laughs> Yeah, I know. That, does, yeah, pretty that, cool. that always happens, though. Cool. I mean, every time we talk one of the Caesars properties, there's always two jackpots yeah. involved. Yeah. So uh, we've got Horseshoe Las Vegas. John C. of Atlanta was visiting. He won $100,000 on video poker around 2.30 p.m. on a Tuesday at the Horseshoe Las Vegas. That's a
1: good afternoon. Yes. There you go.
2: Six hours later, Kevin M. Uh, was at Planet Hollywood Resort playing Mississippi stud poker for the very first time. Wow. Good Hit the him. mega progressive wow. jackpot. Wow, <laughs> okay. Three hundred fifty thousand three hundred sixty nine dollars. So
1: this was his first time playing. First or...
2: time playing Mississippi Stud. Wow!
1: Now his new favorite game. I guess
2: it's interesting. Mississippi Stud is not at the po- in the poker room. It's the table game.
1: He wasn't, he he was playing a table game. So,
2: I mean, they do spread it at the the poker rooms out there, but, uh, Mississippi stud poker was, is a table game and he was playing it for the first time, mega progressive jackpot. I'm assuming there was a side bet involved when this was hit because when you have the mega progressive jackpots, usually that's, that's a link to a side bet that triggers the progress. I now have
1: to check the, uh, the rules for Mississippi Stud. So I don't, I don't know the exact rules or how to play Mississippi Stud, So I have to check that out.
2: Uh, we've got an announcement from Foxwoods Resort to talk about before we get to our lineup of Jersey Jackpots. Is that the one in Connecticut? That's the one in Connecticut. Okay. Uh, slot revenue of $28.1 million for the month of November. Wow. No breakdowns on exactly how much was paid out to each individual player, but it was $28.1 million for the month of November 2023. Wow. Over... Still in uh, Nevada. Now we're going back out there. Arizona Charlies. Mm-hmm. Arizona Charlies has Arizona Arizona Charlies Boulder and Arizona Charlies Decatur. Oh, I didn't know they had two, two. Arizona Charlies. Yes. Right. Uh, they've awarded a total of two million seven hundred fifty six thousand three hundred seventy seven dollars in combined jackpots in November, including two point four million in slot jackpots, three hundred fifteen thousand from bingo. Wow! Okay. For the month of November, bingo. Yes. All right. Some big
1: bingo numbers coming out. I'll, I'll tell huh?
2: you, if you if Arizona Charlie's is one of the biggest bingo places out there, mm-hmm. and uh, we always every time we do a bingo uh, story, it's either going to be an Arizona Charlie's or one of the guys
1: in Perump. I, I have to, you know, when you talk about bingo, I have this image of someone on the front calling out numbers and <laughs> everything. With a, is, that's not what's happening there. It's not like a. It's not like a church basement kind of thing with the rows of tables and people with their cards, right? Uh, I'm assuming uh, I'm it's not, different. I'm not going to. I'm not. Say I'm not, no. a, I'm not um, a bingo aficionado, but uh, you know, I, uh, I, you know, when you say bingo, that's the image that I have: a guy with a rolling thing, m- rolling the balls around and taking the ball out and reading the number to a whole lot of people in... Tables and things well, like that. That's, well, I, I remember that's
2: my image. So bingo was like that, where it was the sure. guy with the roller, and then you had the the chips or the bingo chips that you put on the card. No,
1: they had a uh, like a like a b- a dot thing. Well, like a, the like, a, marker like a like almost like a later. marker. The marker came later yeah.
2: because it started out with bingo pieces you put on yeah. the bingo board. Yeah. Oh yeah, they had the yeah. little pieces exactly. You know? exactly. Then like, it when we the were magic kids, they had the little when yeah, you had exactly. bingo
1: playing at home, you had the little pieces or in school. Well, so. you know what caused the move from
2: the little chips to the bingo marker is because people start playing multiple cards yeah and it was easier to go boom yeah. boom boom oh, boom yeah. boom yeah. you know that sort of thing uh but you know bingo's still big out in nevada bingo's still big in connecticut too so uh mm-hmm. we actually foxwoods i do they started as a bingo hall you
1: know i i i i spent a lot of time in Atlantic city or in philadelphia and things like, i i i'm not i don't see bingo no. around a lot no. so you know uh i and, bet you it would have like a Big following if they it had like does. a room, but it, I, I guess you have to you know set a, aside some space for it, and you, yeah. you you have to hope that people attend it. uh a, a One big winner
2: for November that Arizona Charlie singled out was a video poker winner of one hundred and forty thousand six hundred fifty nine dollars. Right. uh Speaking of perump, I just mentioned perump. We got Golden Entertainment. Perump Nugget Hotel and Gambling Hall, the Lakeside Casino and RV Park. That's an interesting. Wow, one. that's cool. It's it's a, uh, like that. mobile home uh, park out there and the Goldtown Casino. All paid out totally two million dollars in bingo table and
1: slot jackpot Wednesday. Have bingos well. See that's awesome. If you like, if you have like a you know a trailer or a camper or something yes. like, you just pull up to the gambling hall and you have your place to stay. You have Doesn't work place. that way. No. No. Why not? Because some they of the should.
2: some <laughs> of these, I'm not sure about Lakeside, yeah. but some of the other RV well, it's RV Lakeside. Parts,
1: you would think it has is like a, there. There know, are a, a couple around. of these in the country. Yeah. As a
2: matter of fact, I think they're Midwest and West Coast. A lot of states have. Combination casino and RV parks, hmm. they see, seem to have them in different areas. I'm gonna look. You a, actually a, have I'm a little ways to. I'm track. gonna
1: look that up. Yeah. I want to see if there's any. Like, this this one know, may be like that.
2: Right, at, right. At, you know, you put your mobile home right outside the door to the casino. Do, do
1: casinos, you know, especially you know, like Connecticut, they have like a lot of outdoor parking. You know, they're like the ones in Connecticut or Rhode Island, they have like a lot of outdoor parking. I wonder if they allow you to pull up your camper or your RV or whatever the hell it is. You remember, stay when, you, there. when you have an RV, you got to have a
2: place for the chemical toilet and uh, oh, the electrical yeah, stuff to so. plug in. Yeah. So if you don't see that, then no. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. Uh, unless you just park Except it there for an it. hour or
1: two. <laughs> I just don't think of the uh, toilet, chemical toilet. The <laughs>
2: chemical toilet, <laughs> the right chemical I mean. toilet issue so. for RV. Yeah. Uh, we're going to finish up the casino section of the uh, Beat in the House by going through Jersey Jackpots.
1: Ah, oh, Jersey Jackpot.
2: Now, we time. just did these because we ended up on November 26th. Now, so
1: this is 27th on, right?
2: I was surprised to see this, because they had more after the 26th. Well, where do you go up to uh, this one? What do you mean, where do I
1: go? What date do you stop in December right now? Right
2: now, I I went to the date that they had. The last date they had on the spreadsheet was December 11th. I predict
1: that you're going to see some big jackpots because holiday time is always a big time for, number one, online casinos because you're home. You're, you know, maybe sometimes the weather is cold and you're do it. And a lot of people also visit the casinos in Atlantic City around the holiday time. So. I, I pretty, I'm sure these are going to be great, and I'm sure they're going to be big. but we got I got a big one. But I expect some big ones we, during the holiday season. We have up. a big one okay. in this. Okay. Uh, but here we are,
2: Jersey Jackpots, 100000 or more. We've right. got 13 total Jackpots, 10 online, 3 brick and mortar. All right. I'll let you, I'll be quiet and I'll let you run through them. November 27th, $100,000 on Betfair Casino, which is also FanDuel Casino. Mm-hmm. Every's Double Patriot. November 29th, we got two. $225,080.98 on FanDuel Casino, playing NetEnt's Divine Fortune. I like Always have a divine fortune when yep. we do this. $100,070.22 play MGM Casino, playing NYX Gaming's 88 Fortunes Jackpot Festival, hmm. which okay. is another... Under another branding underneath the 88 jackpot, okay. 88 Fortunes, yeah, yeah.
1: I think th- I played 88 fortunes. I don't know if I played this I've, specific. I haven't, one. haven't played Jackpot
2: Festival yet, okay. Uh, December 1st, guys, this person is I can't say guy, this person is welcoming in December the right way. All right, one million seven hundred eighty one thousand nine hundred fourteen dollars and fifteen cents on DraftKings.com playing DraftKings American
1: Roulette. Wow. He won. Okay, just so everyone realizes, that's one point seven million dollars mm-hmm. playing at home, Almost or, 1.8. or playing mobily. Yeah. But yes. what? Wow, unbelievable!
2: Now, I don't know if DraftKings has a European roulette, but the American roulette's the one with the one the the green zero. Yeah, the, there's the, the European has the double zero. There's yeah.
1: a uh, I'm, I'm not sure specifically about DraftKings, but there's a lot of different versions of roulette. There's yes. a, even Atlantic City rules roulette yes. kind of game on uh, online casinos in New Jersey, and uh, also on December first, hundred thousand dollars,
2: seven hundred fifteen, hundred thousand seven hundred fifteen dollars. Also on DraftKings.com, playing spin games, big prize bubble gum deluxe. Wow, look at DraftKings going. DraftKings yeah. has been paying out. A yeah, lot. Wow. I mean that that's almost uh, two million dollars on the same day, Man. right there. Uh, December fourth, hundred thousand dollars on Betfair Casino playing Evolution's Wild Hot Chili Reels. We've got two on December seventh. We've got one hundred thirty thousand two hundred forty nine dollars and eighty eight cents at Hard Rock Atlantic City, the brick and mortar location on the boardwalk, playing Bally's Locket Link Eureka Reel Blast. All right, and one hundred fifty three thousand one hundred eighty seven dollars and fifty cents on Betfair Casinos' Digital Squealing Riches. Okay, I don't know. It's obviously a pig. Uh, yeah, I guess squealing,
1: squealing. squealing riches. Yes. All right. Uh,
2: two more on December 8th now. We have $106,068 on TropicanaCasino.com, the online site, mm-hmm. uh, playing DesignWorks Triple Crown. All right. $110,260 on PlayMGMCasino.com, playing Novomatic America's Diamond Cash Mighty Buffalo. I knew we'd have a Buffalo thing in here.
1: I, I don't know what brand it was, but uh, I, I knew we'd have some kind of Buffalo thing. Well,
2: if you remember last week, we had um, uh, Novomatic America's Pirate Games. Okay. All right. High Seas yeah. Adventure or All right. whatever that one now, was called. They also so, have a Buffalo game, huh? They have a Mighty Buffalo
1: game. All right. Mighty Buffalo.
2: Uh, two more on December 9th. We have $171,500 at the Tropicana in Atlantic City, the Brick and Mortar, playing IGT's Crystal 7s. Now I've seen this game online. I've never seen it in person. I I don't a, know what it casino. is. I I maybe walked by it or it, seen it, it or something. It's very colorful. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. It'll catch your attention if you're walking by. Okay. I've seen it I've seen it online, never seen it in brick and mortar place. Mm-hmm. Uh, one hundred and four thousand four hundred ninety nine dollars and two cents at Ocean Casino. Oh, okay. One of the nicest laid out gaming floors. Yes. yes Good I like spacious. It. I remember when they first came out as what was it, Revel? Yeah, Revel. Yeah, Revel seemed to jam everything into the. Yeah, no, I I like they're a little uh, more spread out now. Ocean Casino is great. Lightning Cash Sahara Gold was the uh, game this person was playing. December eleventh, we have a hundred thousand dollars forty hundred thousand forty dollars Virgin Casino. We don't do Virgin too often either. I play on Virgin. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I but now. we haven't done them in this uh, segment. Yeah, lately. Yeah. So, uh, Lightning Wonders Jinjiao Bay. Beige, endless treasures okay my favorite game to pronounce all right uh and um after having no million dollar jackpots in november we on december 1st we have our first one million dollar jackpot that's the 16th this year for new jersey wow that's given out million dollar jackpots okay uh and none in november huh none in november we had we had three or four in october okay and one was a three million yeah one winner. was a big one it yeah. was like three million dollars uh we've got two lottery stories to talk about. We've got New York Lottery. We've got Wayne Murray clinched his $10 million prize in the New York Lottery's 200 times scratch-off game just 16 months after he won $10 million in the Black Titanium scratch-off wow. game. Wow. Oh my God! Sixteen months, he's made twenty million dollars.
1: That's the luckiest guy in the world. Luckiest I want, I, guy I, in New I, I, York. Where, just, where in New York is he buying these tickets?
2: H and A, same same place, by the way. Oh, H and A gas and convenience store in Brooklyn. Wow. Yes, got to take a trip over to Brooklyn. Yes, uh, the latest jackpot. He took the lump sum, six point one million. Wow, out of the ten, good so for him. Four, almost four million dollars worth of taxes taken good, out. Good for him. Uh, so, but again. Two, two times i've I've never seen that before <laughs> no i don't year I don't. and a half he's gotten uh twenty million amazing so. that's that that's his job he yes. plays the lottery that's, that's all prof- he needs to do that's now. his
1: profession now
2: okay. uh california lottery we have two mega million jackpots sold on the same night at the same south california gas station
1: wow okay. yes
2: both tickets. from the sold way you only, per- only
1: you're the only person who calls it south california <laughs> southern California. southern california <laughs> so. Well, hey. South Cal California there. Uh
2: it's a Chevron station along Ventura Boulevard. All right. Uh so uh
1: so 2 mega million
2: sold same night. Same night. Same gas station. Same gas station. Yes. Okay. Wow. Uh each getting 197 million dollars. Wow. I, wow. Mm-hmm. Really? Jeez. Yep. Okay. They will split the grand prize that night. Of $395 million. They each get one hundred dollars Wow! Each. Oh, yeah. my God. So uh, they the winning numbers, just for anyone who's curious, 21, 26, 53, 66, 70, and the, I guess the jackpot number was 13. Jackpot. Okay. Yes. So congratulations
1: wow. to well, megaball. Yeah, Mega Ball. Yeah, the Mega Ball.
2: Why am I saying jackpot number? I don't it's know. Me, it's saying... Mega Millions. So mega 21,
1: 26, million. 53, 66, 70 with a yeah. Mega Ball of 13.
2: Yes. Okay. Uh, two news releases just to talk about real quick. The Connecticut Lottery has joined the 20 other states in offering a $50 scratch-off ticket.
1: little rich for my blood for a scratch-off ticket, but, hey, if you like doing that stuff. Hey, Grant, they, they obviously pay off. We're doing stories about these scratch-off tickets worth millions. Top prize for this is $4 million. Wow. See? Yeah. Just by
2: scratching off a couple, you know. And this is Connecticut. Huh? This is Connecticut. This is their first one. They've had $10, $30, yeah. uh, but they've never had a $50 one. Like I said, 21 states now offer a $50 lottery ticket. Mm. And last but not least, we've got Aristocrat. Now, Aristocrat just released their NFL
1: um, uh, NFL slot games. Okay. Recently. I think I've seen them. I don't know where I've seen uh, them. Uh,
2: we were actually in um
1: Yeah. Is that where? Plainridge. In Massachusetts. Yeah, Plain Ridge Park yeah. okay. Casino in Massachusetts. Right. Yeah.
2: So now they they have, look great. I'll tell you that. they look nice. They're, really they're, they're nice. N- yeah. nice job because they have all the different teams. You can pick your own team. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, actually, as a matter of fact, I saw a guy uh, sitting in Massachusetts playing a Tennessee Titans theme okay. game. Good for him. Um, <laughs> we have now uh, launching the Overtime Cash Game. And this is actually a three-reel cash meeting. It's not digital. Okay. It's a 3 not uh, This isn't part of the... NFL thing this right? is still part of the NFL part, part of the NFL this is all part of it okay has all 34 teams involved I love this one feature that they talked about it's called the interception feature
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh it's it takes place on a losing spin if you lose it, this is a random thing mm-hmm. your spin loses all of a sudden does a re-spin it's called the interception yeah okay and you can actually win on based on the re-spin Great, so uh, it's a brand new game. It's starting to be released all across the country. So, how do you
1: do that? I mean, when you say you know, it, it has all thirty-two teams on it, and so you sit down and what you choose your team before you start playing. Yep. Is that how it works? Yep. Okay, put, I haven't you, played it yet. You put so. your money. You put your money in your your
2: slip, whatever you want to call it. Okay, and you you just choose the team you want the theme to be around. Okay, all right, and it's all. That team related stuff. See, uh,
1: that's pretty cool. I like so, that. So.
2: But yeah, it, it's great to see. I mean, I,
1: I've seen it. I haven't played it yet.
2: That's I, why. Uh, that's why I'm curious about it. I'm very curious to see what the numbers are like for these NFL games because I would think these are popular. Oh, I would
1: think so. I mean, yeah. I've, I'm
2: starting to. I, I've, I've seen them in Atlantic City. Yep. I've seen them in, like I said, Plain Ridge Park in Massachusetts. Uh, they were they were introduced in Southern California already. I, they're in Nevada as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, see, I said it right this time. Southern California. Yeah, right. uh, now, so,
1: are they on online? These First are not. All, these I've, are brick and mortar. Seen, these are brick and mortar machines. Okay, I I've seen you know deals made. Uh, you know, being in New Jersey, they have the Jets games mm-hmm. and the Pittsburgh Steeler games and the Eagle games and and BetMGM just released the NHL theme. They game. have NHL theme games, but these are actual on the gaming floor all the brick are, and mortar gaming. For exactly, machines. Okay. So I'm,
2: I'm assuming we're going to see these move over into so. the online yeah, thing so. as well. So, yeah. But uh, that's it for this week's Beat in the House uh, press releases. Please keep those coming in. Congratulations to the winners we talked about on the show. Congratulations to all the winners out there. We only do $100,000 or more, but there are a lot more winners out there, not just in the United States and North America, but around the world as well. So congratulations
1: to everybody out there. Well, that'll do for us this week. We'll see you next time with House of Cards.